Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Who, me? Well, aging like a guru means that I'm kind of prepared for my life as I go forward. In the um, here and now, I've come to a place of accepting that I'm aging, um, uh, come to accept that I'm dying, come to accept that um, I can create the level of pleasantness, uh, the the a level of peace and serenity that will I will greet the moments of of a challenges, a crisis, um, pain, falls, uh, prognosis, and, and inevitably death. I'm at choice. And that's being uh, really in alignment with my inner guru. Now, most of us, including me, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out and will be as long as I'm on this side of, uh, of life in a human body. When I'm on the other side, uh, my understanding is I'll get to see the overview of things and where I may have missed the, bu- missed the point of this whole process, this whole game of being in a human body. It's kind of interesting. It's really interesting. Um, and uh, I, I live in a community. Well, it, again, it's like the context of the environment you live in is what you live in. I... Um, as I've mentioned, you know, I work in an, I do an aging group here on the island and I talk to you uh, a few times a week and I write about aging and uh, all kinds of things that I'm doing related to this population. And uh, so a lot of what I see and perceive in the world is related to old people. Um, and what I see and what I'm listening for, what I'm looking to, I'll put it that way, what I'm looking to is to notice in a sense, what's the truth? What's the, the, the inevitable truth of our reality that we live in? Now, I live in my reality, you live in your reality, and my neighbor down the street, who's almost 90 and fell, he lives in another reality. His son is in another reality <laughs> in terms of what's going on here and what's the truth of the situation? And how do, how do we choose to be in the situation that we're currently in? Uh, as I pr- look at what is possible and the potential for um, decline, I can look for that and perceive, oh my God, that's the way it's gonna go. I can look at it the way that my brother looks at it. He's 74, I think, and he's does triathlon, triathlons a number of times every year and is in, you know, one of the highest rates of, of winning or competition. And he's just strong and courageous and dynamic, and there's nothing frail about that guy. Uh, he's really dynamic in all aspects of his life. So we can look at life in different ways and how we choose to live, look at them is something, you know, something to, to think about. Um, I was reading today in, in Oneness, as I do every day, read something, uh, and it's, it's the, the idea of end times. The end times are coming. And uh, we can say the end times are coming in terms of human existence on the planet or the end time of the planet itself or the end time of um, a way of being in our world, the end time of the life that I am living or the life that my neighbor uh, is living uh, as he's now in hospice care. So the end times are coming or will be coming. And how do we perceive that? 
it's really, really important because we do have more control and we are more empowered to make that happen than ever before. I may be, be um, singing to the choir. I may be repeating myself, but I think it's so uh, such an important concept, regardless of how old we are or how young we are, that we can see that we have interpretations about aging. And the more that we're clear about those interpretations, then we're clear about how we can choose a different outcome. Uh, for me, when I hear about my neighbor falling and breaking his hip, I go, oh yeah, that's going to happen. That, you know, that's just what happens to people and, you know, they'll end up and, uh, you know, I'll end up there and I'll end up in a um, nursing home and somebody else will be taking care of me and changing my diapers and, uh, and it's like, oh my God, that's just not, <laughs> not a happy end time <laughs> that I'm thinking about. And to, but our, but our, our context, our paradigm for healthcare and well-being supports and empowers us to think uh, negatively about the end times. That's what our healthcare system is based on, is you're going to need us. And so you better prepare to need us and you better prepare yourselves for paying out for whatever and however you do that. It's, it's a, that's the healthcare system that, that we, that engages us in this um, context, in this uh, interpretation of aging. And it's not just a a negative thing, but because the whole paradigm, the whole context of health and well-being and aging is a long-term, you know, we've been thinking this way for a long time. And to shift that thinking, it also takes a, a while. But if we're not clear about and it's it's there's no blame here it's just it's so easy to fall into that thought system of the end times being dire the end times being painful the end times being um horrible and sad uh and um i i am learning training myself to think differently uh training myself to see it doesn't have to be that way training myself because i know I know because people, I hear this and I, but I know it for myself. It's like people say, and I can hear what people say, but I can say, well, that's really stupid. That's not possible. Or I can say, you know, I think that is possible. And what, what I'm pointing to is I can choose to die in my sleep. <laughs> I can say, okay, I, I don't, I'm not going to go through the dire, painful, um, uh, financially debilitating and emotionally and spiritually debilitating um, ending. Don't want to do that. Not going to do that. I'm going to do it this way. And the more I'm focused on that and clear about the intention, then I can clarify anything that's in the way of that, clarify any orientation of that. Um, My way of being with Medicare, with Social Security, with my... um, all of that stuff is very different. I'm very alternative about that if you had to put a, a label on me in a sense, but I see the world differently. And these podcasts are to invite you to ask yourself, how do I see the world? And do I really want to see it from a I'm afraid kind of place and, and buy into and live into and stay in that? Or can I encourage you to consider the possibility of leaning towards a fearless um, orientation 
one where you are in in alignment with your highest knowing, your highest truths, and not in the highest truth of of our government or our Medicare system or our social system, but in alignment with your human spiritual system, what you know to be true in alignment with your highest, highest principles. And as you've heard me say, I know myself to be a universal being. I know myself to be part of, I am oneness, if you will, and so are you, in a drop. You are, you are the full capacity, the full potentiality of the universe and God. And, and that's how I see it. So if that's true, then I want to continue to let go of anything that isn't in alignment with that. And I want to encourage the possibility of some curiosity in you so you can go, well, what is it that I really believe, but I'm afraid to live? What am I, what do I really believe? And so many times people will say, yeah, I believe that I'm universal potentiality too, that I am oneness. And that I have all the prosperity and and abundance and health that I could possibly want. But I'm afraid to live into that. I'm afraid to give up. And then they list the things they're afraid to give up in in support of of being in alignment with what they know to be true. And this is a big dilemma for people. And it's scary. But it's uh, required from my perspective as a teacher, trainer, uh, coach, uh, human being, a spiritual being in a human body, um, that we are here. It's a requirement to own our, um, our truest essence self and be the fullest expression of our essential self. That's what I want for you. No matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, I want you to get, get the sense of your fullest expression as you. And if there's parts of your life your family, your relationships, your children, um, your money, your careers, whatever it is that takes that away or limits your, your expression of your essential nature. I want you to question whether it's necessary for you to have that or have that in your life. And if it's something that could be shifted, to consider that. Or just consider, right now I'm not ready to let that go and I'm a choice. And that's an awesome thing just to be able to acknowledge. I'm not ready to let that go. And that's, um, I'll tell you, that is the most self-honoring conversation you can have with yourself. And and declaring that true, that I'm not ready to let that go, is just, I just want to hug you. (laughs) If you know that, when you say that for yourself, Rosie's hugging me when I'm saying, I'm not ready to give that up. And it might be alcohol, it might be drugs, it might be food, it might be a relationship that's not uh, happy and fulfilling, it might be a job that just you want to get out of, but you're just not ready. And just know I'm hugging you when you say, I'm just not ready yet. All right, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, you know where to find me, Rosie at theparadigmshifts.com website, The Paradigm Shifts. I have a lot of books that may be inspiring and empowering to you, including the book Self-Empowerment 101. All right, big hugs to you as always. Bye for now. 